guys. Count us down, Tyler. Three, two, one. Zero. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, guys? Back at it again with another episode. Episode three. Um, and today on the podcast, as always, I'm joined by Tyler, my co-host. Let's go! And today, we have none other than the illustrious Gabriel. How's it going, guys? <laughs> yes! What's going on? Yeah. Tyler, tell, tell uh, the audience what exactly Gabe is known for. Yeah, what is... Oh, man. It depends what part of his life we're talking about here. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Depends what part of his life. Um, <clears throat> Gabe is a... What are you like 24? 24? 24 on yeah. May 10th. So I'm 23 yeah. right now, but we'll yeah. be 24. So he's about to be 24 and he has lived a life of I think like a 50-year-old. And in in the fact that he just has crazy stuff happen to him that like you don't normally like normally that's so separated out in your life. Gabe it has just been like crammed in years. Um he did, let's see. He did he was in the Air Force, did Two tours, correct? Four. Yeah, no, two tours, two tours, four years. Two tours, four years. Mm -hmm. He's had a parasite. What? Two, two parasites. Two parasites. <laughs> yeah, two parasites. Yeah, he's had two parasites. Mm -hmm. uh, like that show, Monsters Inside Me? Yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. But the yeah. first one, microscopic. Second one, size of a nickel. That's mm. a big change. That's yeah. A, yeah, but yeah. that is a little monster, like a little <laughs> tiny little guy in there. A little monster inside me, yep. Yeah. Well... Whoa. <laughs> like the show. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Gabe, uh, as I understand it, you have a lot of stories. All right. Is that okay. true? Are you a storyteller? Do you like telling stories? I yeah. I've been I've been known to tell a few stories. I've got a few good ones in the bag that I can pull out at parties or gatherings or family events. That they'll get a good pop. They'll get a good pop. Really, family events. So, like, you have like a set of like family friendly stories, and then you have like you know. You know, like, like, do you have like a, a rating system? Like you have some G stories for mm -hmm. like Sunday school, mm -hmm. PG <laughs> for like, you know, like the edgier kids. And then PG 13 is like, you know, I mean, you get it. That's it's like, there, yeah. It's like Ethan, you're PG 13. I mean, yeah, like I'm at the, I'm at the <laughs> PG, PG 13, 13 level okay. yeah, of yeah. stories. So like, just know that you can't go above that. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, it is a rating. It's, you know, G is Sunday school. Like you said, all the way up to, we got R, X, X, whatever, you know, we, we can get there if we want to. <laughs> X, X. Yeah. It didn't yeah. rest in peace. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah. uh so guys, today on the podcast, all right, we're gonna put our storytelling chops to the test, okay, in a little game called Two Lies, One Truth, okay? Mm. So we have prepared two stories, all right, that are uh fake, right? That are that are made up. And one story is gonna be the true story, all right? So uh and uh, yeah, you, hey, you guys can play along at home. Guess <laughs> which one, which two are fake, which one is real. Yep, yep. Um, so like, who wants to go? Tyler, you want to go first, bro? Uh, I won't. I will not. I don't think I want to go first. I think <laughs> I want Gabe to go first. Me to go first. That's that's not uh, very polite, bro. Of our guests to go here, first, but I'm not, I, bro. Hey, it's your call, bro. Bro, I'm not fully prepared. Okay, I'm not fully prepared with my two fakes, bro. That's, Am I hearing this right? That's terrible. My co-host yeah, right, isn't bro. prepared. That's awful. Bro, I'm What's not new? My two fake. Yeah, true. Bro, you know what? True. Dude. Give the mic bro. to Kyle. Give it to Kyle. It's over. I've been telling you, bro. You're walking a thin line here, Tyler. Bro, don't even threaten Charlie, bro. You know you don't want no, that, bro. No, bro. Not Charlie, bro. Somebody new. Oh, no. Like Kyle? I mean, hey. I mean, you threw it out there. He doesn't have enough time. He doesn't have enough but time. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I Yeah. Maybe I don't either. Not enough money, not enough time. Yeah. Well, what if it makes it? Bro, it's like it's, it's like it that fun. Spy Kids movie. Uh, um, Spy Kids four uh, out of time or something like that. Yeah, I don't yep. know. I don't know bro, if I know too much about four. The world is about to end, bro. And there's no thumbs in that one. And in, oh. wait, is that what they're called? They're thumbs. The yeah, thumbs that's guy. I, I know the first one. Tom yeah. thumbs. There's Tom no thumbs. Tom thumbs in that one. But anyways, so Gabe, you want to go first? Yeah, I. here's the deal. I also am not prepared with two lies. I could probably do one lie, though. I could give you two true stories, and then I could give you one fake. Jeez. 
Well, that's annoying because I, I have two fake stories and one true story. Oh, perfect. Then we'll just do that. And then the... the so it the, sounds like you should go first. Yeah. The, since the you're listener, the most prepared. The, oh. listeners can, the listeners can guess at home and it'll well, still be fun. Well, then, you know what? You know what, Tyler? I will <laughs> go first. Sweet. All right. Sweet. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I don't have them written down. I just need to... Check the notes. Myself. Check yeah, the yeah. notes. All right. Oh. Okay, so the first story is that, uh, so I used to run cross country in middle school, all right, for Kings, and um, it was fun because back then there was like, the team was huge, and so like I, I knew like a ton of the guys on the team, so it was like uh, just like running with them and hanging out with them, and it was chill, okay, and there was a lot of downtime at these places that we would run at, right, and there was never any toilets. It was terrible. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was always like, if you're lucky, a porta potty. So, uh, what we would do is, and no one ever wanted to use the porta potty, obviously, because it's a porta potty, number one. And number two, what we do is whenever one of our friends went into the porta potty, we would go to like two of us on each side would go to the each side of the porta potty and like push it back and forth. So the person inside the porta potty is like rocking back and forth. Right. So one day at a meet, we were all hanging out in one spot, right, before the race. And uh, my friend Mark runs up to me and says, yo, dude, Daniel's inside the, uh, the porta potty right now. <laughs> and like, guys, hurry, we, we got we to gotta go get him. So uh, we run up to the porta potty and start shaking it back and forth. And we hear like, you know, the usual yelling. And then uh, while we're doing that, uh, Daniel walks up. And he's like, hey, guys, who's in there? And then we, like, freak out because we had no idea who was in there. And then uh, we, like, stop and, like, run away. And then uh, Daniel's dad walks out. And he is, dude, he is pissed, okay? He's got to be hot, dude. He's got to be super pissed. Dude, I went like this, touched him. That's how pissed he was, bro. (laughs) No, that, that part isn't real. But, uh... Uh, never saw Daniel after that. He, his dad was so pissed that he was well, he was gone, bro. Pulled him. Never never could talk to him even at school. Well, I mean, I didn't go to to Kings, but you know, you get the idea. Yeah. Okay. So that's one story. That's one. Story number two. Okay. Uh, I visited my cousins in Japan when I was. Uh, like 12 or somewhere around there, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, for one weekend, we went up to like this resort to uh, go skiing, okay? And uh, and the bathrooms or the, <laughs> the uh, pools, or I don't know what you call them, the bathtubs there, okay? Sure. It's a, like they use public like tubs and stuff there Mm, like public i don't know what you call them pools or or like but you like you know everyone is naked in there okay Mm. so me and my cousin uh there's like a little room right before you uh you uh go into like the uh main room where there's like a hot tub okay uh and uh so we were in there we got naked all right and then we realized there's somebody inside like already in there because we were like praying that there was no one there Cause it's like, there was hardly any, we didn't see really anyone around the resort at the time, but we were praying that no one was there, but we heard this guy mm-hmm. and he was absolutely belting in there. He was going like, he like, he was singing at the top of his lungs going like Figaro, 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 like stuff like that, bro. And he, cause he was alone in there. Sure. So like right when we open the door, he instantly stops and we walk in and there's like this little, uh, like, uh, there's, I don't even know what you call it, but there's like this ritual you have to do where uh, you like, there's like a, a row of sinks mm-hmm. and you sit down and there's like a, a basin and you get like, you fill up a bucket of water and then you like pour it over yourself. So like you get clean before you get into the main tub. Okay. Mm. And so we, uh, then we uh, get into the main tub and uh, we, we all just like, are staring up the whole time and we just wait until that guy leaves and then you know then it's a great time sure okay 
So that's that's story number two. Numero dos. Yep. And uh, the last story, I'm trying to remember which one I went with. Um. Okay. Da, na, na, na. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. The last story is me in like uh, freshman year of high school. Me and a couple friends. Um, from Kings went up to Lake Alatoona and like hiked out and camped um, out near the uh, like water, right? Like on the water. Yep. And we hiked at night because we always, we, we put it off until it was way past dark and uh, we hike out there and in the morning we have no idea how to get back. Like we, we hiked way out there, but then when it's like light, you know, Everything's different, bro. Sure. You can't... None of the landmarks are there, bro. Yeah. We have no idea. Okay? So we start, like, like wandering in one direction for a while, like, going with the lake, because that's where we were following for a while, mm-hmm. uh, to get there. And we still can't find, find out how to get back. Right. Okay? Okay. And then we find these humongous footprints, okay? And a big black bear comes out of the woods and grabs my friend's leg and pulls him into the forest. Really? (laughs) And so then we're like, oh, wait. Oh, I found the path. And so we all get back to our cars, but we never saw that guy again. Just gone forever? Gone forever. What was his name? I don't even remember. He's just, yeah. He just gone. He, He lives in the forest now. Yeah. Always in your heart. Yeah, rest in peace. Never on the Whatever trail. his name was. Yep. Uh, hmm. Interesting, Ethan. Mm-hmm. Three mm-hmm. good stories. I'm gonna. <clears throat> yeah, maybe we need to give. <laughs> maybe we need to give the people that are listening, all twelve of them, to, you know, a little second to process and think about no, that story. Cool. They think I can add it in post. All right. All right. Fine. Break it down. Which one do you think is? Which are the two lies? The two lies. Uh, the third. The third one is a lie. I think, and <laughs> the third one why is do you, a lie. Why do you think that? Just the bear, like, pulling the guy. Yeah, that's what makes me think that. Yeah. 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 And then I would say, okay. I would say the other one that I think is a lie is the uh, second one. The second one? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely go with number three uh, because you said a literal black bear came out of the woods and grabbed somebody. Oh, so it was a brown bear. <laughs> brown, sorry, my bad. Brown bear pulled somebody. You never saw them again, and you don't know their name. So that's three. <laughs> that's three strikes. I'm gonna be honest. With you, that's three strikes. Fair enough. And then the second one, definitely not true, because group of guys butt naked staring down a man singing <laughs> in a pool <laughs> in a public resort. Don't think that happened. Could have been, but Jamie over there is, is saying one is the lie. One and three. One and three. One and three. Jamie thinks one and three. Well, and the truth. The truth is, is that Jamie is correct. One. Wow. One and three are lies. Um, wow. I did run run cross country for Kings in in uh, middle school, but that the that story never happened. But the second one is true. And let me tell you, all right, um, my cousin has a uncircumcised penis. And <laughs> and listen, if you've never seen an uncircumcised penis, yeah, it's crazy, okay? It is insane. And so when you were in the Air Force, didn't you, like, start a... Bible study of some sort when you're in there? I did. Yep. I started Bible study. So on my second deployment to Saudi Arabia, um, we had, so we, we worked three days on and one day off. So I was uh, 240, which is a, a heavy machine gun. It shoots 7.62 by 39. So it shoots a, a large caliber round. It's a belt fed machine gun. And so I worked that. And then I was a driver of a Mat V, which is a military all terrain vehicle. You can look them up. They're really cool. They're really big, up-armored, can take a lot of damage and stuff like that. But So we'd work three days on, one day off. The uh, three days on <clears throat> were like 12 to 14-hour shifts, depending. So long days, middle of the summer in Saudi Arabia. It's like 125, 130 degrees outside. You're just tired. Um, but on that 
off day, so the, the night before your off day, you know, you kind of had, we call them Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because you only have three days. So it's like, hey, I'm on my, it's Wednesday for me or it's Friday for me because it signals like, oh, it's my last day of work or it's my second day of work, my first day of work. So on, we had a group in my tent. We had eight of us in the tent um, that on our Friday we would go and most of the guys actually weren't Christians. They were, one of the guys actually Muslim uh, a lot of guys were atheist or just said like, oh, you know, the universe or whatever. Not a lot of not a lot of um, religious people in the military. Um, and at, at this point on, on our deployment, we were at a base that was very, very bare. So like some bases when you're deployed are, are built up and they have a chow hall and they have like normal medical and, and hospitals and stuff like that. And this one was newer and we were there early. Um, and so you don't really have any kind of like base chaplain or any kind of, kind of base thing like that. So yeah, we made a Bible study. Um, I ran it, we went through revelation, we went through Proverbs, we went through, um, Ephesians and just kind of like an open forum for people to talk about whatever they thought, you know, whatever was going on in their lives, kind of, kind of like a, a place to just kind of hang out and talk. But at the same time, a lot of guys are interested because they've heard about religion, but they've never really done a deep dive into it. And so I was kind of the first one to introduce that or introduce them to religion. I don't think anybody, you know, be, you know, came a Christian because of it. But I think I planted a couple seeds. Like I, I could see some guys wheels start turning, kind of thinking, kind of acting a little different. And it was, it was a cool experience, man. It was good. Yeah. <clears throat> that's sick i'd heard that story and so I, I i knew that story but i kind of wanted everybody else to hear it too yeah we we did have so we we only deployed with uh like two females Avery says not to call them females but women uh <laughs> <laughs> what uh, apparently saying wait f- who says that his wife my wife Avery. Oh, okay. she says apparently when you sit call women females it's like derogatory i've never heard hmm. that but like in the corporate setting like, oh, we got some females coming in. Like, that's a big no-no. Like, they don't like that. Wait, so what are you supposed to call them? Like, women. women. Hmm. I don't know. At this point, dude, who knows? But anyway, there was one lady who was uh, attracted to other ladies, as most women in the military are. It's kind of a generalization, but, um, but anyway, she actually called me after I got out of the military, after we got back almost a year later when I was out living back in Atlanta and she said, Hey, I really appreciate your Bible study. I've only, only, she only went to like one or two, but she was like, because of that, I kind of started that when we got back, when we got home, I started looking at my Bible more and realized that what I was doing was wrong. And now I'm actually engaged to a man. Wow. That is crazy. And so that was kind of the, the icing on the cake. I was like, Hey man, you like even for a second I was like am I like is it even worth it I mean I love to hang out with the guys but like it was a lot of work for me especially if I'm working three days all, and then have one day off my one day off I'm planning to give like a sermon or whatever uh, but that was like when I knew I was like okay this was this is worth it yeah this yeah is really that's worth so it. dope jeez yeah. <clears throat> it was sweet man I completely uh, there was one thing I was gonna say when I was like giving the intro about you I completely forgot to say which I just discovered mm-hmm. was <clears throat> what we were talking about the other day <clears throat> with you um, being a part of an Indian uh, tribe tribe yeah, yeah Cherokee Indian yep yeah yeah so uh, I I I, I kind of want you to elaborate on that <laughs> a little bit and you know I love doing this uh, again my in laws if they ever listen to this. They make fun of me so much for my... So, okay, backstory. On my first deployment, uh, someone I was deployed with ended up having an extra Ancestry.com, like, spit in a tube, you get your genetics type thing. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, shoot, I'll take it. Like, 100 bucks. I was like, dude, that's... I'll take that all day. So I got it, and I spit in it, and I sent it out, and it takes a while to get your results back. So I was like, I didn't think anything of it. But for the longest time, my family had said, like, hey... On my dad's side, we're Cherokee Indian. My grandmother, her, my great-grandmother, like, are a big... They live in Oklahoma, like, Trail of Tears, the whole nine yards, like, kind of been very involved. And, and as a child, I went up to Oklahoma on trips to go visit my great-grandmother, and we would go to the reservation in Oklahoma. And so, like, I didn't think anything of it, but then when I talked to my in-laws, they're like, you're white. You burn. You sunburn so quick because I don't tan. And, like, mm-hmm. there's no way you're Cherokee Indian. And so for the longest time, I was like, I know I'm Cherokee Indian because I have a Cherokee Indian card. Um, 
And they said, that's that's a sham. You're not Cherokee Indian, the whole nine yards. So mm-hmm. I get this test result back. Sure enough, Cher- Boom. Cherokee Indian. Indian. Cherokee Indian. We're looking at Indian. roughly 3 to 5%. Okay, so we're not fully Cherokee Indian, but it's enough. And I'm part, It's you can go look me up on the Gadoogie portal. Okay. Write that down. Chief, <laughs> chief Chuck is the chief. Uh, we're part of the Wolf is your, Clan. Is your chief? He's my chief, Chief Chuck. I get emails Jeez. weekly. Sometimes bi-weekly, depending on how Chuck's doing. Um, just checking in. He checks in on the whole tribe. He says, hey, we're holding a town hall. It's in Oklahoma. If you want to come, feel free. And I've been invited. I, I want to go up there. I want to go to a... a See, because Meet your chief? Yeah, I have a vote. Like, I, if I go there, I'm at a the, citizen. At the town hall meeting? Of the Wolf Clan. I, I can vote on the reservation. Like, it's... Yeah, he literally has a card. We got a Cherokee Jeez. Indian card, yeah. Do you think oh, you show them, like, at the TP door, like, your card? Well, so that's, see, that's a big misconception. There's no, <laughs> there's no TPs on the res, okay? <laughs> there's a few. We do, on the res, they do offer tours where uh, they put up TPs to kind of show what it looked like back in the day with, uh. with the TPs, <laughs> with the whole thing. Um, but actually, the town hall sometimes is held in a TP. So... That's more wow. of a that's more of a throwback thing, but so Chief Chuck's up there, Gadoogie Portal. We actually, my dad and I, are part of the Cherokee Indian Warriors because we both served in the military. So my dad was in the Army, field artillery officer, part of the Big Red One, out of Fort Bragg, and so he is part of that warrior uh, tribe or whatever. And I'm also part of that warrior tribe. So me and my dad, Jeez. you know, no big deal, but yeah. Cherokee Indian Warrior. That's and that's right. just part of my heritage. Yeah. If if your country, all right, went to war against your specific tribe, whose side are you taking? Tribe all day long. Oh yeah. That's that's even if even if he'll get like destroyed by you know a tank or whatever. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I know the ins and outs because I did it for four years, so I kind of know where to get them. You mm, know what I mean? You so, know where to like put the grenade or whatever, or the the arrow, I guess. Well, here weak <laughs> points. I'll give you. I'll give you the a thing. Arrow. So when we were in Iraq, uh, I <clears throat> I was uh, I did a little private security, did a little bit of convoying. You know, we did a little mm. bit of that. So we'd go outside mm. the outside the base, and one of the things they taught us was as you're going over a bridge so let's say we're going over like 575 just in iraq right as you're going over the bridge you want to make sure as you go underneath the bridge you're changing lanes quickly like very fast underneath the bridge so when you come out on the other side of the bridge a lot of times what the insurgents would do is they would sit on top of the bridge wait for you to go in one lane and as you exit they drop the grenade Mm. into the turret drop it in the turret grenade goes off yeah. See you guys later. You Golly. know what I mean? So so they taught us to so now I know some knowledge like that. Got a few of those in the bag. So if the US ever tried anything against the wolf tribe, we're they're getting they're getting the smoke. They're getting their cheeks clapped, dude. Jeez. Yeah. Chief now, Chuck. Do you Chief, Chief Chuck's spazzing on these clowns, dude? <laughs> Sheesh, bro. Yeah. Chief Chuck. Chief Chuck. Chief Chuck's a dog too. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big old beer gut. I mean the dude. <laughs> The dude's probably, I don't know, 6'3", 240, 250, and most of it's fat. You know what I mean? He, he's just <laughs> oh, okay. a dog, okay? Probably yeah. part demon or something. Yeah, he's he's got Jeez. he's got it in him, and, and you know, some some people got that dog in him, and some don't. And mm. Chief Chuck? Some people got that wolf in him. Some Chief people Chuck got that. Rude. Chief Chuck got that wolf. Wolf clan. That's yeah, what we do right. right there. That's one of I those. thought this was the Silent Coyotes thing. You know what? Never mind. It, it is, but. But it's also yeah. what wolf Okay. Yep. But uh, now, do you find it offensive uh, to say Indians, or do you prefer Native American, or what's your deal? I like it all, man. I'm I'm not oh. PC. I'm not, I'm not really politically correct at all. So, you know, whatever you want. Actually, this Halloween, I'm planning on doing a full headdress, full like face paint, Jeez. going all out. Yep. So, catch me October 31st of 2023. Full get up, full headdress, and it's not cultural appropriation because I'm Cherokee Indian. That's true. So, are you going to scalp anybody at any parties? No scalping. Our our method actually that we we enjoy doing or didn't enjoy doing it, but you know if we have to, we have to. Is you actually dig a hole, put body in hole, cover up to neck in an anthill. Let the ants mm. have their way. So the scalping that's 
that's more like Seminoles. That's more like Comanches. Mm. We don't mess with them. And actually, did some research, talked to my grandmother. You have the Cherokee Indians, which is about Canton Holly Springs in north up to Tennessee. Okay. About Knoxville. That's uh-huh. Cherokee land. Holly Springs in Canton South, Creek Indian. Mm. Creek Indian. Creek Indian. So we don't like the creeks. Mm. So you talk about Mill Creek, mm. that's enemy territory. Jeez. Anytime I go past exit eight, mm. I'm I'm on my P's and Q's because <laughs> you never know when those creeks might get up on you. But that's true. They yeah. can they can recognize a wolf clan like that. And they're soft. You know what I mean? They're they're soft. <laughs> they're suburbs. Yeah, we're ma- we're mountain Indians, okay. That's right. They're soft. They That's they right. they like their cavas. You know, they like their chipotles. Me That's personally, right. I'll go slay a deer in the backyard, <laughs> and then I'll eat that back strap. And that's Bro. good eats too. I tell you what, that's good eats. But that's right. Has anyone told you you're you're cracked? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I have heard that a few times. <laughs> My brother Rick actually calls me cracked all the time. Really? Yeah. yeah. You Bro. know Rick? Yeah, I know Rick. I have I have a class with him right before this. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, he's not showing up apparently, which I'll I'll talk to him. About All right, later. I'm pulling up right now three of the most fearsome tribes of the Plains Indian Wars. All right, and I'm gonna list them off, and you tell me if they're overrated or underrated or okay. fairly rated. Okay. All right, first Cheyenne, the Cheyenne tribe. Cheyenne's all right. Look at these guys. So <laughs> underrated. What do they got? What's what's their weapon of choice? Yeah, batons. See, I'm no, not I think met- that's like a. I think that's like a uh, maybe a ceremonial something. yeah yeah ceremonial okay. type of get up right either there. way check those headdresses out dude i'm not messing with that so we so what are we saying so what are we saying overrated over Under, oh, underrated underrated, underrated? Yeah, those guys uh, are underrated saying, okay yeah. okay uh, next up kiowa the kiowa tribe yeah Yo, he kind of looks hard no kiowa is soft he's dude. he's a killer okay. you ever been to kiowa island uh uh-uh. bunch of old people soft jeez <laughs> jeez you all right and um <clears throat> See uh, you. This oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, the see you tribe. X is silent. Those guys, I know about them. They're all right. You know, middle of the pack. Hmm. I'm not. You know, if I got to get into a fight, I might not take them. Not first choice, but second round pick, sure. Okay. Sure. So so fairly rated. Fairly rated. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. 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 That's yep. crazy. And that's just part of my heritage. I actually, I'll pull it up. But please, I uh, let's let's see here. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know if I can, but I actually you know what? I know it off the top of my head, so it's all right. So anyway, I am 57%. This math might not add up, but we're just going rough because I'm going off the dome. I don't have the thing in front of me, but 57% from Scotland. Okay. Mm, okay. And those guys, as we all know, animals. Okay. Dogs. Dogs. Mm. On my mom's side, not so proud, British and Wales. Not great. They're getting But we're smoke. only talking... 11%. What was your dad that, thinking when fine. he married her? I don't know. Did he, she was smart. Did she, was, <laughs> she was valedictorian of her high school. She Salutedictorian of her college. And wow. by the way, go Paladins. She went to Furman. Wow. Big upset over Virginia today. That's Jeez. true. Go Dens, baby. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. But I think that's like the main like stat points of the British and the people from Wales is yeah. like, you know, their IQ. They're, they're not their book. Yep. their book learning. They're knowledgeable. And, and you can totally see that when you look at world events back in history and whatnot. I mean, who oh, conquered yeah. majority of, I mean, the land in the whole world? British. The British Great Empire. Britain. I mean, you're talking, you got Mongols, you got Great Britain, and you got uh, Russia, maybe. No, um, Alexander the Great. He had a huge empire. But anyway, so we get some brains from that side of the family. We get our dog from my dad. We also have a little bit of German, very slight, also on my mom's side. We don't like to talk about that just because of past events. Then we keep it moving. We have some Greek, Greek and Armenia from my dad's side. Mm. So Mykonos, you know, we got good food, good eats, Mm. beautiful country. True. Dad's stacked. Dad's stacked. Mom... Plain Jane, That's, purebred dad. He's just a mutt, a, a absolute he's, stack. He's got mutt. that wolf side, and then he's got the the brain, the culture, the grease. And let me tell you something else. And, and people don't believe me because obviously I, I look. My complexion is from Scotland. I, I, I'm fair skinned. You got that Scotland complexion. When I, I can see when it. I grow up, my facial hair it's reddish. You know, okay. got a little redhead in me. So we know that's from Scotland. The last part of my genealogy, African. 
from the Congo. <laughs> wow. Wait, it, what percent? That's only 1%. <laughs> or is it less than 1% or is no, it 1%? No, it's a full one. We're, we're a full one. Um, some people have said my uh, hops, my ability to jump has come from that. <laughs> I've that's heard true. that multiple times. White boys can't jump. That's, Everyone knows and that. That's a fact. That's Disney a fact. movie. Watch it. White boys cannot jump. And so for me, I can jump. And I'm proud of that. And so, you know, I'm sitting at a smooth 5'10, 5'11 on a good day. And I can get mid rim with my hand. Now, it's no, I can dunk a volleyball, right? Okay. You get me 6'2, 6'3, I might be in the league. That's right, bro. You wouldn't be here. I mean, you wouldn't, wouldn't be, be here, here, that's for sure. You know, I wouldn't be here. Jeez, bro. Talking you'd be on Squires. Yeah, you'd be on ESPN, bro. Sheesh. So Sheesh. Did did you have hops when you were when you were fat Gabe or they weren't? You know what I, I for for a fat person I did have bunnies. Um again, I was probably five four, two hundred and eight pounds. At my heaviest, so we're talking a stump, right? But <laughs> for a stump, I can get up there. You yeah. got the hops? We're talking, and I, I attribute that to my dad. I mean, he, upward basketball, you know what I mean? <laughs> upward, shout out. Upward, upward flag football, shout out. Um, you know, never got the most Christ-like star, Yeah, but MVP all day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because yeah, I'm talking trash, okay? Jeez. And I don't talk when I'm up. I talk when it's 0-0. Zero, zero. You know what I mean? Right. I, I started going. So, yeah. You know, I, you know, I played QB. You know, I was, I was slinging the pill. And then on the basketball court, I was playing five. You know, I was a big center. I was bullying people down on the boards. Mm. Mm. You know, my floater was unreal. And, you know, I could touch rim at that point. We were playing on eight feet. Um, I, I could get rim, barely Menace rim. Menace in the paint? Menace, dude. I mean, sheesh. Yeah. You, you, Anthony Davis, you know, I played a lot like AD. <laughs> just oh. to name a few of like, like jo- you know, just like people who you play like, head, just please. Yeah, when I was big, okay, AD, Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and even LeBron. I mean, I got a little there, bit of LeBron said in it. me. He right. said it. Because if I had to, like most of the time, I'm driving the paint because I'm just a bully down low. But if I have <laughs> to pull up from three fast break, I can do it. Jeez, you know what I mean? Bro. And that You're was back in the day. Game. You're talking fat game. Bro. It is fat game. This isn't I heard, skinny. It is fat game. Bro, I heard I heard you could like, bro, like if if you hadn't like, you know, if somebody hadn't, if, if the enemy coach hadn't sent that kid in just to foul you out and break your ankle, I heard yeah. that you were going like all the way to like, dare I say, the NBA. Like, is that true? Could have been. Yeah, I think the path was more football. Okay. Oh, okay. Basketball is kind of the... um you know, I cheat on football with basketball. Football is my first love, but it's a rough sport. You can only play so long, and, mm. and basketball is something I can play well into my 60s, 65. You know, I might not be able to run full court fives, but half court threes. I see what you're I'll saying. I'll sit in the corner all day long. might not play a lot of defense, but you guys play a zone. I get the wing. Now. Set a pick or two. Now, you at your max level, all right, versus Tyler at his max level. Yeah. This guy was on varsity, all right? Yep. Dude, I was I when I was in high school, I was like a buck 38, mm. bro. bro. I was a small dude. It de- it depends, man, because here's the deal. And I, to give the people a little backstory for who don't know me personally. Um my junior year of high school, you know, I played big boy, ended up playing center, won a state championship as a starting center on varsity my sophomore year. It is the Kings Academy. But state championship nonetheless. Did that. We go on a cliff jumping expedition. Me and my buddy Zach Norman, shout out Z. Um, we go on a cliff jumping expedition. I jump in the Chattahoochee River, 60 foot cliffs. We're sending, I mean, everything gainers, front flips, whole nine yards. Not really. We just jumped. But <laughs> fat game, can't get sunburnt somewhere in a t shirt. Okay. And don't want to hurt my feet somewhere in basketball shoes. So picture. Fat game, full T-shirt, <laughs> gym shorts, and basketball shoes with socks up to, like, mid-calf. Okay, and I'm jumping off a 60, 65-foot cliff. With the shoes on? With shoes on because I don't want to hurt my feet. Into the Chattahoochee River. You have to kayak there. It's in Roswell. It's called the Bluffs. You can go go there. It's a good time. From there, we most think I got an intestinal parasite called Giardia, which is a microscopic parasite. What that does was it wrecks the flora and fauna of your gut, so you have good bacteria, bad bacteria. 
I'm going to all these doctors. Doctors don't know what's going on, and they prescribe me antibiotics. I take six, seven rounds of antibiotics, and all the bacteria is gone, good and bad. And that's why you take probiotics, because it's the good bacteria. So mm-hmm. with that, I get a lot of stomach issues. I can't eat a lot of food. And so I go from probably 205 down to 145 within a three-month period. Oh, my God. Just dropping weight like nobody's business. Um, and before that, I had gotten a uh, – uh, I mean, this is another story, but I had gotten two – in 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 the span of a year, I've gotten two – rectal abscesses so we're talking abscesses on my butthole (laughs) that had to be at the hot what's an abscess an abscess is like um not like a cyst but like a it's like a massive pimple basically and those have to be popped okay (laughs) so dr pimple popper but downtown down low (laughs) We we can elaborate on that later anyway uh so i'm just going through it this summer this summer and for those who know, summers are rough for me. I usually get poison ivy, okay? Hmm. I'll usually get sunburnt, and then something catastrophic will happen. One year, I bit straight through my lip playing basketball. One year, I, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. But anyway, I get sick, go to all these doctors. Basically, we figured out it's intestinal parasite. I got to go to a holistic doctor. I got to take these antifungals. I got to get a colonoscopy and an endoscopy. So that's What's, tube in the butt. Okay. And tube down the throat at the same time. At the same time? Both oh. both holes. There's no way that, that at the same time is I wasn't makes awake. Anything. I wasn't awake, so maybe not the same time, but <laughs> same procedure. Wait. So you were knocked out and they I just imagine you on on the table laying stomach down and like your pants are like t- to your ankles. It's it's and they're sticking a tube <laughs> down your throat yeah. and up your butt at the same time. Yeah, so it's humiliating. Yep. It's so you got to go through this whole procedure the night before and take, I mean, the most laxatives I've ever seen in my entire life. Like Miralax times a thousand. You're getting cleaned out. I mean, I had nothing left in the tank. And then I get there. You can't eat or drink anything before the procedure. Mm-hmm. They knock you out. Before they knock you out, you are on your stomach with one leg up. You know, that comfortable sleeping position where you're like here and here. So arm up, leg up, kind of exposing the rear. Right. That's assume the position. That's the position. You're wearing a robe, but on the back end, you don't have anything. So yeah. it's bare butt cheeks. They put a towel up, you know, about hamstrings. But I mean, you ever seen a dog walk? I mean, your boys are dangling, right? I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. It's humiliating. You know what? You're right. And then after that, you know what they're going to do to you. If dogs do it, then why can't we? That's true. So, anyway, I had that procedure, but that's how I lost all the weight. That's how I went from starting center, okay, my sophomore year. Kind of took off my junior year, played a little bit, but I was getting back in, figuring out my weight. Now I'm sitting at 150, 155, a little smaller, actually a lot smaller, and I go to wide receiver. So my senior year, I come back, I play wide receiver, win a state championship again. So that tells you, you know, check me out. Can't stop, won't stop. Check, Check me out on huddle. You know, <laughs> I'm 23, but check me out. I was, yeah, that's right. I was there. I was there for this for the your senior year, my junior year one. Yep. I was, I, I was on that state championship team. That's a good run. I was the wide receiver on the other side. Yeah, Gabe lined up on one side. I lined yep. up on the other. Yep. And I will say, if Adam is wow. asking you ever hear this, man, I love you. But Tyler was your favorite target, <laughs> and maybe it was Coach Bueller calling the plays and just didn't like it. But Tyler and Tyler's a dog, man. He was out there. I mean, he was he was unreal. So I, I, I'm more of a blocking wide receiver. I got hands, but I, I'm Tyler's your guy. Yeah, uh, that yeah, that all changed my senior year, and then I was no longer the target. No longer the guy. No, I got I got targeted like a quarter as much as I did my junior year. I'm yeah. not even exaggerating. You and Adam had a connection, dude. Legit. And I, I mean, I got balls. I got touchdowns. I think I had. I don't know, eight touchdowns my senior year. So I, I put up the stats. I padded the stats, but But you probably would have had like thirteen if they threw it to you like yeah, threw it to me. Yeah, I think I would have had some more. I and I love block because I came from being a, a lineman, so I love hitting people. You know, and I played defensive end too. So like I was head hunting, just playing wide receiver, and it's great because play r- rolls right and you're on the left hand side and someone cuts it back, 
you know, like Thomas Weldon coming back. Mm. You have so many blindside blocks you could take. So you just find the smallest dude <laughs> and you just run yeah. as hard as you can. And nowadays, you know, NFL soft. Don't leave with the crown of the helmet. You got to do this. Gotta do I use my helmet as a weapon, dude. <laughs> I took my head as hard as I could and smacked that dude as hard. I put the helmet head straight down, crown the helmet. It's the hardest part of your head. And I took kids' heads off, dude. And I... I enjoyed every second of it. And nowadays, you can't do that. You can't teach your kids that. You know, the world's getting soft. But And I never got a concussion. That's crazy. So that goes to show. I've definitely had a couple of those, which definitely shows. And I got my, and I got, you know, I got my fair share. Bro. I got licked by yeah. a few guys. Bro, don't say that, bro. Bro, it doesn't show. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Dude. <laughs> Gabe <laughs> thinks it shows, bro. No, no, no. We'll see. Are you going to take that? <laughs> no, bro. No, no. It doesn't show. Micro, a little bit of CT, CTE. Just a little What's bit. What's that? CT, that's like the brain damage that NFL players get. Like, oh. Like um, Brett Favre. Uh-huh. He's suing Pat McAfee. I saw that. He's probably Jeez. suing him because he's, I mean, he stole from kids, allegedly. And I don't want to get sued either, but allegedly. Like um, AB, Tony O'Brown. Mm-hmm. He, one of the best receivers in the league, and then just kind of lost it. Because yeah. if you go back, some of the mm. some of the hits he took, dude, across the middle, Back when they were really like Ray Lewis and stuff like that. Brutal. I mean, he's not clean out. Like Jeez. he's straight up just, just yeah. out. Just. And so now he's going crazy and people with a lot of doctors. That's why they're wearing all the the little bubble wraps on the heads, on the helmets in, in um in preseason just to, to prevent I think I think it's soft. I think you gotta train your brain. It's a muscle just like everything else. You gotta get in football shape, but that's just me. I'm old school. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying you need to you need to like train your brain? Like with mouth problems or something like that to make it harder? I like mean, it's a muscle? No, no, not like that. Like like taking shots. Oh, so you just need to like run into the thing a wall. Is, is, the thing is, is when you ease up, when somebody's about to hit you and you do, you ease up and you mm-hmm. clinch up. You tense up. You tense up and that it kills you. Like Causes you, If injury. you hit them as hard as they hit you. Yes. Or you go in with as much force as you can when they go to force you, you'll be way better. The problem yeah. is, Cancels is when people, out. The people, people get hurt either when they don't like see it coming yeah. or when they ease up and then that's how you get hit. And when you're running a route right across the middle and there's a linebacker right there. It's yeah. Im- almost impossible to not to not, not like, tense, tense up immediately. Up. Yeah. Especially if you like you you put your hands out to catch the ball and then you see him like corner of the eye come in. Like your natural reaction is to flinch. That's why like when I got blindsided by people on kickoff, kickoff return or whatever, and I didn't see him, I was on my butt, but I didn't feel it. I was like, oh cool. Like yeah. I just whatever. But if I was like coming around the corner like as a as a center pulling or I don't really pull as a center, but pulling as a guard or whatever. And I cl- and I I clinched up. It, it hurt, dude. Like it seriously hurt. So there, yeah. you know, there's, you know, I think you got to train your brain. Take a few shots. You got to run full speed, and, uh, and you'll be fine. All right, guys, we're we're running out of time very, very quickly. Very, 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 very. Um, Gabe, I just want to ask you one thing, okay? Yep. Um, I want to get your take on this, okay? Okay. Who has the most riz in the Bible to you? Hmm. Um, that's, uh, I feel like it's gotta be between Solomon or Daniel, right? I mean, those are the two that kind of got, yeah, did in Solomon, Solomon's like the, the obvious first choice. Solomon's the obvious first choice with, you know, 900 plus wives slash concubines. And Mm -hmm. then Daniel Mm -hmm. obviously stole somebody's wife. So like that, that's dog. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dog, but at the same time, that's kind of like, don't do that. But at the same time, you're just talking about Riz on a unbiased scale in terms of naturally, sinning naturally. or not sinning. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, Solomon, I feel like maybe used his like name and likeness, kind of like NIL deals. I see what you're saying. To go get the ladies. And at that point, it's he like, was like a king yeah, and, like, he, what and he, he was rich. Yeah, like if, if, if I'm back in those days and I have a daughter and then, then Solomon comes up to me, he's like, I want your daughter. And I'm like, hey, don't you have like 800? Like, why mine? And he's like, well, I'll kill you and your family if you don't give me your daughter. It's like, well, I don't care. Well, I have shoot. 12 other kids and a wife who I love. So like, honey, does Solomon look good? Is he? Are you going to treat her well? Like, you know, it's <laughs> like, like you don't so have much true. of a choice. You really got to put yourself in the, the dad's point of view. So I feel like that that's not Riz. That's just... That's just... Cool. I don't want to say it, but you know, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's, it's not Riz. It's, Hey, I'm taking this woman as my wife. And it's true. True. So, true, true. so I'm, I might go Daniel. Um, 
yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate because of the way he did it. Like, let's maybe learn she's married, not do it, and then go find somebody else on a rooftop. But, you know, mm. and don't so, get him killed. So on the opposite side, who has the least Riz? All right. So I'm thinking Paul. the main. Paul. Paul. Really? The yeah, least Riz? I'm thinking Paul, too. I mean, how many times, letter to Ephesians, letter to all, all these churches, did he say, like, you don't, if you're going to burn with passion, okay, it's better to get married. But it's better to be single is, is basically what he said. And mm. you don't see Daniel saying that. You don't see Solomon saying that. True. So where does Samson fall in all? I mean, think about it, okay? I was, yeah, I was about to get there. Because, like, like, he did pull a girl, but, like, he, like, fumbled, fumbled something I, I'm going to be bad. honest. I think Samson might have been simping. Well uh, said. And Samson I was simping. And he could uh, throw me across Samson the room. I mean, he was probably the strongest dude of all time. You know, Sebum has nothing on Samson. <laughs> True. But Plus, he doesn't have that. He probably didn't have that disease where, you know, you've seen those clips, bro, press into his, like, shins and, like, it stays there. Have you seen that? I did not see that, no. Bro. I got to look that up. But um, It's nasty. Yeah, I probably didn't have that. I mean, you're talking about a guy who had unreal flow. Was barehanded mm. killing lions, which if you see a house cat, you see how agile they are. You see how like athletic they are. Now do that times a hundred. They can run fifty miles an hour and has literal like butcher knives as fangs and as claws. So I, I give I give the nod to Samson. Can't forget he he was out there destroying temples with his bare hands. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, he's crazy. And so I don't want to disrespect him, especially when I get to heaven. I get to meet him, so that's cool. And if he hears this podcast, yeah, well, he'll probably be like, yo, Gabe, why are you disrespecting probably me? Probably, like, punch you through a cloud. Yeah. Cloud city, bro. <laughs> Good thing there is no sin in heaven because he might, you know, succumb to his... Lash out in anger at exactly. you. Exactly. And I'm... Th- Samson, dude. I mean, I weigh, like, a buck 70, 75 on a good day, so... You know, Gabe... I really liked you until uh, I listened to that episode of Close But No Cigar, and now I'm pissed. Yeah. Hey, what haircut does uh, Samson have in heaven? I think he's got his flow back. Yeah, Dude, I, think I don't know. Like he might have just said, "Like this is a new me." Like buzz. Do you think like yeah. a little buzz cut action? Like, do you think he went with the mullet at one point when it was like hot down here? No doubt. I mean, here's the thing, dude. He one we're supposed to get new bodies, right? In, True. in the new heaven and the new earth, you got a bunch of different stuff happening. Revelation and and you know you got heaven and then you got the new heaven, new earth, and we get new bodies and all kind of stuff. So I'm interested to see: Do we even have hair? Because we're made in God's image. Mm. Are we made in God's image the second time? I'm sure we are. Does like? Do you think there'll be like a a character creation screen where we get to like flick through all the hairstyles <laughs> and like you know everything eye color? Sims. I'm gonna Sims. I'm gonna make like like. Bro, like my hips, like a mile long, and yeah, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Just go crazy, like make myself so dismorphed. Yeah, I don't think so. I think God's probably, He's probably gonna make you a second time. You know what I mean? I don't think we'll get a say in that, unfortunately. Word. But uh, I do think Samson, absolute dog. However, might have been simping slightly. Very. But some do you, would say. can we blame him? I mean, she was she's probably a great looking woman. You know, I would simp Especially, from, I mean, for the time, I mean, if, no makeup. If I'm, if I'm Samson <laughs> and I see Avery, my wife, and she's whoever that, I forgot her name, but Delilah, her, Delilah is Avery. I might simp as well. I mean, I, you know, you can't blame them, <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> you so gotta true. call an orange an orange, you know? Yeah. So, uh, what are your thoughts on Tyler wearing a, a gym shark shirt? Is he a gym shark? I, dude, I came from the gym chill. Yeah. Come on, you calling him out. I mean... I, my, my mother-in-law gave me some Gymshark shorts, Gymshark shorts, say that three times fast, um, for Christmas and I love them. So I don't blame them. Do you feel like a a shark when you're wearing them? Tyler? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say I feel like a shark for sure. He, Gabe might feel more woofy just Mm -hmm. cause of like his heritage. Yeah. Like a little bit more like a wolf, less like a shark, but I've, I've touched a shark in the wild. Okay. Um, snorkeling one time down in, in Jupiter, Florida, I touched a nurse shark about six feet long. Almost had to fight it, but did you give it a little tickle under its chin? Did you, did so you swim up to it and go? Here's the deal. Yeah, we went snorkeling. I'm snorkeling with me, Avery, and a, and a buddy. We go down. It's basically this bridge, and underneath the bridge is a bunch of snook. If you ever seen snook, they're 
decent sized fish. There's a whole school of them. I've been looking for a shark stingray. I love stuff like that. And sure enough, corner of the eye, I see a shark. Jeez. Lying at the bottom. It's about 20, 25 feet down. So I said, Avery, I do the fin. Stands for shark. So fin. <laughs> and I say, all right, I'm going down. I go down. And she's like, she freaks out. Because mm-hmm. I told her before, like, okay, we did this for jelly, which I'm using, like, kind of squeezing. Fin, shark, dolphin here. Oh, okay. Okay, because they usually it's jump like out the of overhead the tomahawk. Overhead tomahawk is dolphin, shark, and then uh, turtle. Oh, okay. Kind of flat shake, out. Turtle. Okay. Because yeah. um, it's hard. I mean, we got waves and stuff like that current. But anyway, so I go down. Sure enough, there's a shark. It's a nurse shark, which I'm like, all right, cool. You know, not a bull shark, not a tiger shark, not a great white. So I'm feeling good. Um, and I'm like, I got to touch this thing, dude. Like, uh-huh. I, I've touched them at the aquarium, little baby ones. This is good. This is probably five and a half, six foot. No joke. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not so, I, you know, I, I would have a lot to gain from exaggerating, but I'm not. We're mm-hmm. calling it a five, eight, five, nine, six foot shark. Um, I go down there the first time. I get really close to it. It's sleeping. Nurse sharks are nocturnal. Okay. Okay. So I go down there. I give it a little, like, a little tap on the <laughs> tail. Doesn't move. Got to get more breath because I'm 25 feet down. So swim back up to the top, catch my breath, in and out, in and out, go back down. And I'm like, I'm going to try and get this thing up. I'm trying to wake it up. Okay. okay. Wake the butt, wake, wake them up. So I grab. To what, to what end? Just to. I just want to see him swim around. That's way cooler than a shark sitting on the bottom. It's a nurse shark, small mouth. I'm not worried about it. I grab the tail and I start wiggling it, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next thing you know, that thing pops up quick, turns around. So now me and this shark, I'm 25 feet down. I'm staring this shark right in the face. Okay. It's looking at me. I'm looking at it. And it's kind of like, what's the move? And I'm running out of breath too. But the adrenaline's pumping. So I'm starting to get like extra breath. And so he kind of looks at me. I kind of look at him. I'm like, I don't mean you any harm, buddy. (laughs) And he like, he's cool. Okay. So he sees that I'm cool. He's cool. And he comes back down. He kind of swims around back into his little home. Because, you know, if if you were to wake me up from a dead sleep, I might pop up too. So I don't blame the guy. I'm out of breath. I go up and and I touch a shark. So Jim Shark, moral of the story, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Nice. Well, guys. I I, I do have like one one story that I just feel like would just really top this off. It's not a it's not a it's not a me story, it's a Gabe story. Okay. Oh sorry. You know you know you know what I'm saying here, Gabe? I, I I don't. I don't, think I should, but you don't. Give it was, us some it context. It was a little. All right, it was a little. You, you let, let's just say this: you're dressed up. You're about to go to work. Mm-hmm. You're, I think, a real estate agent at the okay. time. Yep, that's a good and one. And you meet and you meet this lady outside of your apartment complex, and boom! Mm-hmm. What happens? Okay. Should we to to cap this thing off? Should we do two? Lies and a truth. Lies and a truth. Yeah, you want Gabe. to, and yeah, I could. Gabe. That could be one of them because yeah. it may or may not have happened. And okay. here's the, here's the deal. We'll do we'll, since we'll do two truths and a lie because yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that cool. might be a, a given, and and that'll be our nightcap. All right. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, all right. So yes, Tyler is correct. So and this may or may not be true. Um, I'm living in Kennesaw, Georgia. I'm at my apartment complex. I'm a real estate agent. I'm going to work. It's probably 8, 8.25, trying to get in the car. If I, I know if I'm out of the complex by 8.32, I'm going to be on time, 9 o'clock. I see a lady, a nice, senior in the complex lady, um, come down outside in a bonnet and a nightgown, okay? Everything's hanging out. There is no support anywhere, and she's a larger lady, all right, and she's wearing a bonnet, and she's kind of, I can tell that she is, um, something's going on, all right, something's not correct, uh, because she's starting to walk up to random people, and everybody's going to work. It's 8.30 in the morning. So she goes up to this lady and says something. I, my hearing's pretty bad because of all the different gun, you know, gunshots and artillery and all that kind of stuff, so I'm, my hearing is terrible, so I'm like, all right. Well, I don't know what's going on, but she's asking this lady something. She then turns around, looks at me, and we make eye contact, and she's beelining. And I've seen this before. She's coming to talk to me, okay? She comes over to me, and she goes, man, I, I am hurting. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What's going on? And she's like, 
I got this wax on my armpit and I can't get it off and I'm going to be late for work. And I was kind of like, can feel wax? What are, you, what are you talking about? I got this wax on my armpit, man. Can you take it off for me? Lifts up her armpit. I'm staring down. Pit full of hair, okay. Blue wax, half ripped off, and she's bleeding. <laughs> like, and we're not talking a slight, like, little, oh, I pricked my finger a little. Like, we're talking about she has opened up a wound in her armpit cavity that is leaking, uh. bleeding. And she's like, I need help. She's almost in tears, and I feel for her. And this lady, so now I know, okay, context, she's asked two people to help her, and they've both looked at her like, absolutely not. And I'm in a suit. I'm a real estate agent. I'm trying to look the part. So I'm in a suit, and I got a white shirt, and I'm like, I'm going to get blood all over my shirt. I'm really late. But I feel bad. So I'm like, okay, I've, I, you know, my last year in the military, I was a combat medic. So, like, I've dealt with some nasty stuff. I've put uh-huh. my hands in some, some blood. Like, I'm, I've done it. So... I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll help this lady out. So next thing I know, I'm two fingers deep in this armpit, okay? And I am yanking, yanking, and it's not coming out. She, I don't know, she must have used something that was not meant for it. Like, yeah, this wax was suction cut. Maybe she said too much hair. I don't know what it was, but anyway. Maybe she I'm, used like a, a rat trap, you know, those sticky ones. <laughs> like, the sticky, like the sticky glue. Could have been, dude. I don't know what she was using. But anyway, so I rip it out. Comes off, she kind of gives like a yelp, and then she starts crying. But I'll give her credit, gangster tears. She wasn't mm. like weeping. One tear? Just rolling Jeez. down. And I was like, <laughs> all right, top G right here, okay? And so then, I, I didn't even think about this, but I got to do two. So she turns, and she's like, all right, this one. And so I'm like, first of all, it's past 8.32, so I'm going to be late for work. Second of all, my hands have someone else's blood on them, and when I went in there, I mean, it's wet, sweat. Right. Mm. And I've never <laughs> met this lady in my life. Okay. <laughs> so I ripped the other one off. That one was easier. Thankfully, not a lot of blood there. And she is so appreciative. She's like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, no problem. And then, so I go about my day and I'm not worried about it. I think I have some hand sanitizer in my car or something. So I'm like, no problem. I do the hand sanitizer. I don't know how I got it. Maybe I was going to drink my water. I, I don't drink coffee. So I just water in the morning. I got this whiff of BO and I'm like, Golly, I took a shower this morning, so it's not me. Sniff my fingers again. Mm. The nastiest smell in my entire life, dude. <laughs> All oh. my fingers. And the worst part, it took me, no joke, Avery can attest to this, three days to get this smell. I used dude. every single lotion I could find. I Every single antibacterial, every single soap, the strongest, like, lemons, garlic i mean i would anything and i just couldn't get it out of my fingers it's probably under your fingernails or something it it was was awful disgusting dude and honestly stuff like that does not gross me out like i I can do the puke i can do the blood i can do the poop i can do everything and so i wasn't grossed out i was just more or less pissed because i'm like my hand smells like i mean terrible it smells like bo (laughs) so that's the first story Okay? okay one of these will be a lie Second story. Yeah, yeah. Second story. Uh, kayaking trip with my buddy. We're going down Little River, right by um, Little Little River Elementary um, and, like, kind of the uh, Rope Mill Park, right? We're going down. We're trying to cross this area that has been closed off by um, some, like, trees that are falling, some brush. We lift. We're basically going. We're going, like, all right, we can't go around. So we lift these kayaks over our head and i'm barefoot right bad idea i'm barefoot i kind of kayaks are heavy so i kind of go over this big log and i put down and i stumble and i trip trying to get my second foot over and i stumble and i fall into something instant white hot pain in between my toes oh no it happened so fast i took a stick through my in between my big toe in my secondary toe, and it broke off inside my toe. And now I'm halfway down the river, and it is the most excruciating pain I've ever been in my entire life. Like, we're talking, and I've had a lot of things break, snap, whatever. Like, I am almost crying as a grown man. Extreme pain. And so my buddy, me and Zach, we're like, I I have to keep going. Like, there is, because we put in at a certain place, and, and, like, to meet us down, it was just a whole mess, dude. And to, to make a long story short, we got to go to the hospital. I end up getting, I'm in excruciating pain. They have to put 
the whatever that uh, Novocaine uh, shot in between my toes with the stick still in uh. it. So they have to wiggle it around and get it over the stick into the back. Didn't do a thing. And then they got to get tweezers and pull this stick out of my toe. And it's like split open too because the stick came in and split it. And so, I mean, it was the most painful, dude, like never, ever, ever. If you go kayaking, please wear like boots or water shoes or something, some sort of shoes because that was the most painful thing in my entire life. And then finally, quickly, the last story, third story. So me and my friends in Valdosta where I was stationed, I was stationed at Moody Air Force Base, going out on a Friday night. I'm DDing because I don't drink. Um, the boys are buzzing, having a great time. Bar closes at 2 o'clock. It's a row of bars, right? Used okay. to be old houses. Um, basically, in between the old houses, just grass, just like if you were in between this house and the next house. And in the, behind that is a big open field. Valdosta is like South Georgia. It's right at the Florida line. There's absolutely nothing there. If anybody knows Remerton and Valdosta, you know what I'm talking about. Flops was the bar that we were at. Um, and so in between Flops and Mid Street, I believe, uh, we're walking. And my friends, there's probably about six of us who are all, they're all extremely intoxicated, you know, as one does on a Friday night with nothing to do. Um, and so they start urinating on the side of this bar because it's it, it's a house. You can't really see it. People are walking the opposite way because most people park in the parking lot. It's kind of dark, so whatever, right? And so there's six of them lined up. I'm kind of keeping watch looking back because you can get, like, public indecency charges, like if you pee in public or whatever. Mm. And so next thing you know, we have these three gentlemen walk past us and say, man, look at these small penis dudes right here. However, they didn't say penis, they didn't say dudes. You can fill in the blanks there. My buddies, being the military guys, being the gung-ho guys, love to get in a tussle or two. They love to start it, finish it, the whole nine yards. You're, you're bored, so you get drunk and you fight. That's what military guys do. It's kind of an unwritten rule. You got the college, Valdosta State kids, and you got the military kids, and at least once a night, there will be a fight. Very entertaining. Very, very. I broke up my fair share of fights. Never needed to get into it because I was stone cold sober and don't need to fight anybody, but very fun. Anyway, they say that. So my buddies start walking up to him, kind of, you know, you're, you're John back and forth, John back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, next thing you know, I go up there. My buddies, they're so drunk, they end up falling on the ground. So they're talking trash, they fall on the ground. So they're no help. There's three of us that are left that are standing, me and two others. And I say, listen, boys, to the guys that are yelling at us, I say, you keep acting like that, I'm going to have to come over there and kiss you on the lips. I give them one of those. Thought I'd make it a lighthearted joke. We'd laugh it off. They'd go away. Usually de-escalates the situation, and we, we all get out of there happy. Those guys did not like They said, what'd you say? Man, what'd you say? But with more explicits. I said, listen, man, I, I don't want to have any problems, but if you keep acting like this, I'm going to have to come over there and kiss you on the lips. <laughs> they did not like that, okay? Next thing I know, Buddy in the white tank top pulls out a Glock 19. Or at least I think it was. It was some sort of pistol. Mm -hmm. Pulls it out, points it directly at my head. Points it down at my feet, lets a round off. Round hits anywhere between me and where Tyler's sitting. So we're talking five, feet. five six feet max. Round mm -hmm. hits. I'm kind of startled. I'm like, holy cow. I've deployed to Iraq and Saudi Arabia, so I'm kind of used to it. You know what I mean? It doesn't freak right, me out, right. but at the same time, nobody wants to be shot at. So then they take off running. Everyone that's kind of migrating, kind of herd mentality to this parking lot starts screaming, just like a movie, starts running, getting behind cover, getting behind cars. Our Jeep is right next to me. I run to it. I've got my pistol in the glove compartment. I get my pistol. I put my two sights. You know, you have uh, on a side on a pistol, you got two and then one. So you kind of make the sight right on that dude's back as he's running to his car. Okay. I take the tension out of my trigger. I'm about to pull it. Like, uh -huh. no joke, shoot this dude. He gets in the car. Around the corner comes three police officers, AR-15s. Everybody get the F on the ground now. Like, they have flashlights. So they're strobing people. They're getting everybody's on the ground, screaming, crying. People are doing the whole St. Mary, whatever that's called, the whole, like, cross across Hail the Mary. chest. Hail Mary. And so I got my pistol out, and I'm like, 
round went off. The only person they see with a pistol in their hand is me. That's not good. So I put my pistol back in my concealed carry holster. I have my concealed carry weapons permit for anyone wondering. Put it in there. Put my hands up. And I go, hey, officers, they just shot at me. Here's the, you could see the where the round impacted. They got in a blue Nissan Altima and they took off that way, right? Mm-hmm. They get, they say, thanks, dude. They run back, two of them. They go out, talk to the third one. Third one talks to me, give them a full police report. They start putting the caution tape around. They start chalking out the, there was, you could see the shell. I asked them for the shell, didn't give it to me. Asked them for it, like the casing. Um, I don't know if they ever found them. I don't know what happened. A lady started having a panic attack and she asked me to move her car for her. So I moved her car for her. I got all of us back in the car. We had another uh, DD. We got them all loaded up. Um, and we went on our way to another party that night. Uh, I was a little sketched out. I kept my gun on me as I usually do. And, you know, we went from there. But that those are the three stories. And I'll let you guys Jeez. decide which one do you, you think got, is the truth. You got to guess first, Ethan. One lie, Bro, two truths. Because you think you know? What? Because yeah. you know? Because I, I think I know. I know. Mm. <laughs> you do know? For sure? But you got, mm. uh, that's why you got to go right. first. I'm going to use some, oh gosh, this is tough, right? Because before Tyler said that, I would have guessed the first story because of the way you said, like, uh, I, uh, I'll just share this story because I don't, uh, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Yeah. Because um, I don't know why you would say maybe it's not if Tyler knew it and he knew it was true, right? You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe for the viewers. That's true. Maybe, maybe for We're the viewers. We're playing game with everybody here. That's mm-hmm. true. But then, the Tyler's lack of reaction to the last story, which it was the craziest of all of the stories, mm-hmm. um, makes me think that that's the fake one. Hmm. <sighs> Give it a guess, bro. All right, I'm gonna go. Last story is fake. Is fake. Okay. All right, Tyler. The truth is. Well, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with one and three as the true stories. The second one being fake, Gabe. The second one is fake. Oh. One and three are true. Both those things did happen to Jeez, me. Jeez, I was wrong both ways. Two did happen in real life, but it did not happen to me. It happened to my friend Zach. So, I, were you with him? Uh, no, I actually was not with him. It was a recollection of my buddy ZP who was with him. Jeez. Yeah. Tyler, do you do you want to go real quick? No, I say we call it. We don't. We don't have much. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to impose over, impose on at this Kyle point. and Kylie. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for uh, episode three. Gabe, thank you for for coming on, bro. You were a great guest. My pleasure, dude. I'm I'm excited when you guys are as big as Rogan to have me back on. And That's right, baby. Bigger. I I can right. be that that go to guy. You know, That's you call right. up. The, That's true. You'll have yeah. ten more stories by then. I'm this, sure. The sober October boys strike again. That'll be us. We'll just have our own. That's, That's right. Yeah, it's baby. great. Hey, write that. Write that name down. Write that down. Write that down. Hey, Jamie. Sober October. Yep. All right, guys. <laughs> That'll, That'll do, do it. Do it, baby. Hit that outro music. Oh, here we go. Have a nice night. See ya. As close as you can get to fussing boots.